When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Grizzly Sports Network from Learfield, this is the Montana Grizzly Coaches Show. Brought to you by Missoula Country Club. Experience the lifestyle. And by Stockman Bank. Bank with us anytime, anywhere. With online and mobile banking, Montana's brand of banking. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Grizzlies, Riley Corcoran. We kick off another season of the Grizzly Coaches Show. The basketball editions. The next nine Tuesdays will be right here at Finn at the Double Tree. Recording the show at noon. Plays across the Grizzly Radio Network later that night. Lady Grizz and Ace Sourwine will be on the air at 12:30. But Grizzly basketball up first with ninth-year head coach Travis Dakir. Another strong non-conference and a split last weekend to open up Big Sky play. They head to Northern Arizona Thursday. Northern Colorado this weekend. Coach, we have so much to unpack here in the next half hour. First off, how you doing? Great. Good to be back up here. I know you like getting back in the swing of things, Big Sky Conference play, even coaches shows, everything. When you get back into this norm, it just, I don't know, everything feels right in the world again, doesn't it, Coach? No question. I, this is the best time of the year, by far. And when you look at it, too, Coach, we'll cover a little bit of everything here in the next half hour. I want to start a bit in reverse. We'll talk this weekend first, but before maybe we kind of encompass the whole season. You guys, 7-7 seven and seven overall, but how would you best sum up your opening weekend, Big Sky Conference play? A lot of highs, a couple of lows that were mixed in there uh, not bad I you know you want you want to walk away saying you took advantage of all your opportunities I, I thought we were in a good spot Thursday night uh, we, we let one get away uh, but but then you learn a lot about yourself and your team on the bounce back a day and a half later quick turnaround uh, not a lot of time to prepare uh, for your opponents so you just go out and play as hard as you can and uh, I thought we had guys under, undivided attention and uh, they went out and did things they needed to do to win. Well, I think two words, and two of these are different, between panic and urgency. Where was it at maybe after game one? Because, again, you have 17 more conference games. At the same time, you don't start 0-2. In fact, right. your teams have never started 0-2. So where was the difference maybe between panic and urgency on Fridays? Uh, from the coaching staff urgency, I, I think the kids probably felt a little panic, which was healthy. Um, because we felt growth in, in the month of December, but Thursday night, we, we slipped back to where we were in November for stretches of that game. And so I think for probably about a half a day, they probably felt some panic and felt they needed to find a way to solve it themselves. Well, they certainly did, especially on the defensive end. We'll talk about the offensive explosion for the Grizzlies in December. The defense, how it's resurged a little bit as well as we're up here with Coach Takir talking Grizzly basketball. Just your thoughts on the league schedule. I feel like we've had a journey throughout the last, what, four, five, six years where it's different. You have different opponents, not as balanced, where you're playing early in December. There's a ton of Monday games. This year, at least, it seems, Coach, on paper, 
more balanced with 10 teams Thursday, Saturday, only a couple Monday games. Just your thoughts, I guess, in general when it got put together. Yeah, I, I think they did a good job of trying to make sure everybody plays the same amount of Monday games, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think there's more even play there. I, you know, if you expect to be in the race um, for championship or, or even just when seeding plays out, you kind of wish you play the first, you play everybody one time in the first half. And then when you get to the halfway point, you recycle. For us to flip and play Eastern Washington so quickly, again, the second time around, I mean, there's going to be a few of those games. You, you almost wonder how that plays out. Um, but, you know, it, it's hey, everybody plays everybody twice, which is what it is. Well, it'll be interesting because, again, the Grizz will play Eastern next Monday, so that'll be a quick turnaround. Then you haven't even played Montana State, Portland right. State, Sacramento State yet. So we'll see as we kind of dive in. How about the Idaho game? We mentioned it with the defense, right? The offense was kind of the, the focus, I would say, through December. But you even said after the Eastern game there was some slippage from the defensive side. How nice was it against Idaho to, to hone back in on that side of things? Yeah, I just thought we did a better job with the details. I thought we played harder. Um, I, I thought that the winning plays that we continue to stress uh, were, were more important to the guys on the floor um, as opposed to coming from the staff. And, and that, you know, you saw the difference on the scoreboard. Well, and then Eastern, we'll just rip the Band-Aid off. When did you feel that that game kind of flipped in the second half? I it just had that feel when I talked to a lot of people, the scorer's table, that just felt like the Grizz had control the whole way. And then all of a sudden, it, it just kind of flipped in a, a two, three-minute spell. How would you take it? Yeah, that's more scoreboard. Um, I, I didn't really feel good at all, to be honest with you. I, I thought um, we, we had some early foul trouble. And I'm not so sure we necessarily snapped out of that. I think we just had some stretches where we hit some shots um, and, and put enough points on the board to, uh, you know, be ahead or, or tied. But I, I never really felt like we were executing well enough on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and it caught up with us down the stretch. But, but about the 12-minute mark is where I, I think it all became highlighted. Let's go big picture a little bit. You've been here a long time. Coach nine years, played more. I've been here seven years. And, and there's a difference in knowing what it's like being Montana in the Big Sky Conference and just the, the banner that you carry and the target that you have on your back. How long do you feel, Coach, maybe it takes for certain teams or, or players that are in the program for the first year to understand what it's like to be Montana going through the Big Sky Conference? Gauntlet. I think we're losing that um, with so much turnover now in, in college athletics. I, I think all the schools that have tradition are, 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 are slipping in that area in that regard because they don't have guys in the program for four years. And uh, the ones that they do have in the program for that long are few. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so it's hard to sustain. You talk about it, but they, they need to feel it, right? Um, I, I think this year we, we have a good nucleus that understands it, so there's enough conversation of that in the locker room um, that these guys have a, a better understanding of it. Um, but I, I don't know that you'll ever have it back where it used to be once upon a time. It certainly is interesting just getting that feel right. And I think Eastern Washington brings a lot of it, too, because you go back to, I don't want to say the good old days, but you go back 2018, 2019, those battles, and then between COVID and everything in between that right. you kind of lost just that intensity or what really what it meant from both sides all the way through it. And we'll see if we continue to get that back. Right. One thing that's different with your team this year is you have a ton of experience. You have four players that have played over 100 basketball games yeah. in the collegiate for that is so valuable where do you feel it most as a head coach where you feel that experience is it the day-to-day -day? is it just during games trusting players where do you feel it the most as a head coach confidence I, I think there's more guys on the floor uh, that are confident in their own skin and confident in situations uh, would allow you to win close ball games uh, play up to level of competition uh, and survive adversity. And one more thing, too, you, you touched on maybe teams not really grasping what it's like being Montana, or at least it might take a long time now to do it. What's it like now from a general sense from all of you guys, your staff is here, you as well, putting together a team every year now rather than just the, the and we could spend a whole hour on this, but the roster development and piecing it together, how different is it now, Coach, than obviously when you came in, and what are the biggest challenges that go along with it? Uh, I think the biggest difference is just how you go about it. Um, I, I still fight for program. Um, and, and, and I want us to always be more of a program than a team. 
and that starts with academics in terms of the types of guys you bring in. Um, but 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 also, you know, I I went about it in in terms of trying to make sure we kept the guys that were about program. And and so when you look at the nucleus that you talk about that returned, they're all program guys. They're not me guys. Now, there's, there's a level of selfishness that comes with being a good basketball player, and you have to have that. You have to be goal-driven. Um, but they all give up for the program in their own special ways, and, and that's what's allowed us to improve as quickly as we have. And that's why I think it's so much fun being around these guys and just seeing the work that you guys put in from the meet the team dinner before the season all the way to now. And you have the mainstays of a Josh Vasquez and a Mac Anderson, guys that have been here a while. They understand the program. And then, you know, Brandon Whitney, a Josh Bannon, guys that understand, that, that want to win, that have been here and are gritting their way through. And then you add in pieces, on and Moody, Deshaun Thomas, among others. With that being said, when did you feel this team did mesh together? You guys had so many practices before those closed-door scrimmages, yeah. I know you referenced a lot. Did you feel there was a certain point or maybe ahead of schedule, behind schedule compared to years past? Let's talk through it. Well, as far as meshing together, I always felt good about the group once we got them together in the summer because of the time they were spending together off the court, their interactions on the court. Um, I thought the guys, the returners did a phenomenal job of recruiting the new faces, and, and so relationships were, were formed. We had a couple times this year where there were some personality uh, differences, and, and, but that's every team, right? The way they went about working through those and, and owning it on their own. Um, I, I thought when that happened, when we got to that point and they handled it the way they did, I knew we had a chance. And this team right now, a contender in the Big Sky Conference preseason top three. And if we got a little glimpse of last weekend. I think the Grizz are certainly going to be in that spot. To talk about non-conference, because this is first show of the year, we can do it. We'll rip it off into just two questions. Obviously, because you guys were a different team in November than you were in December. Mm -hmm. that, that was very evident. So just in general, how would you best sum up November for Grizzly basketball? Um, I, I, I think the guys did a good job of growing. Um, you know, we, we let them loose early. Just because, like I said, you have so many new faces, and some, some guys are different when the lights come on than they are in practice. And, and so when you have guys that are so late in their career for the first time, you need to let them do what they do with the lights on. And when some things didn't work, we get to the end of November, and, and we kind of tweak, and, you know, we have a conversation about role refinement and, and, and doing the best you can in your role and accepting your role. And, and once we had that conversation, we became a new basketball team. Well, and that turning point was an eight-day stretch. It was after Air Force. You guys were on the road at Southern Miss. Maybe didn't see the, the, the benefits of all that hard work right away down in Hattiesburg. But then you got a week off. And, and that, to me, when we tell the story of Grizzly basketball, we're going to go back to that seven- to nine-day stretch, Coach. But when you guys sunk your teeth in there, what was it like from a coaching perspective? And what were those conversations like? Because the sense of urgency was clearly felt in your team response. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have waited until we came back from Southern Miss to have that conversation. Uh, typically, you like to do that at home. Um, but we, we just we played so poorly at Air Force, and, and we hadn't had guys. You know, when, when you got Moody out for a couple games, you got Witt out for a couple games, Bannon's sick. We, we never really had a chance to be ourselves for a long stretch. So it was even more important to do it right now to just try to go out and put a decent product on the floor at Southern Miss. And, and so it, it worked out. It would have been nice to have Moody there when we had that conversation. But he's good in a one-on-one -on -one situation, one-on-one -on -one conversation. And I had talked to him a little bit about some things prior to that. Um, so he, he, we were fine with him not being there. Well, in Southern Miss, 12-2. and two, The Grizzlies played a really tough non-conference schedule. We'll get into that. We'll talk about December and start looking ahead to this weekend against Northern Arizona and Northern Colorado when we come back. Live from Finn at the Doubletree, this is the Grizzly Coaches Show from Learfield. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at LDirectorsCup on Twitter and online at TheDirectorsCup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Oh, life, how we admire you, are deeply fascinated by you, 
all your twists and turns and wild rides you take us on. The ups and the downs. Life, you live inside all of us, breathing, growing, beating. You are the reason we'll always provide world-class care. Providence, we see the life in you. Visit Providence.org. I'm Bill Coffey, CEO of Stockman Bank. As a family-owned and operated community bank, we are focused only on serving the people, businesses, and communities of Montana. And now we are proud to be named one of the world's best banks by Forbes. We thank our customers for the trust you have put in us to meet your financial needs. If you don't know us, stop by and discover the difference at Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking, member FDIC. Finn Restaurant inside the Double Tree Hotel is the new home to the Grizzlies Coaches Show, and we couldn't be more excited. Come see us every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. to catch up on all things Grizzlies football with head coach Bobby Howe. Grab a table to enjoy a specialty menu designed specifically for the Coaches Show and have a beer, glass of wine, or craft cocktail. Finn Restaurant inside the Double Tree Hotel, the new home for the Grizzlies Coaches Show. See you out there. For all you've been through lately, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Montana wants to make sure you are covered in care. From preventive cancer screenings to proper control of diabetes, high blood pressure and behavioral health management, to prenatal care and child immunizations, Blue Cross and Blue Shield is by your side, reminding you preventive care is imperative care. Stay on top of your health at bcbsmt.com. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Montana. Through it all. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Montana, a division of Healthcare Service Corporation, a mutual legal reserve company. As a Montana parent, I know that parenting isn't easy. ParentingMontana.org improved my relationship and communication. With my elementary school granddaughter. With my middle school daughter. With my high school son. A strong, healthy relationship and good communication skills help us work through challenges. ParentingMontana.org provides me with a way to build the skills my children need to be successful. ParentingMontana.org, tools for your child's success. Brought to you by DPHHS and funded in part by SAMHSA. Back and live from Finn on this Tuesday, the first edition of the Grizzly Coaches Show. The basketball edition will be here for nine straight Tuesdays. It's men's basketball from 12 to 1230. Lady Grizz basketball from 1230 to 1 up on stage. Now, we'll we'll mix and match this all year with headsets and who's got the scouts. But we've got head coach Travis Secure, associate coach Chris Cobb, the guys that have been here nine years together. You still having fun together every single day, the two of you? Oh, yeah. Jay, Jay's actually the one that, that we don't like him now at this point. <laughs> okay. Figured. I mean, it goes through a whole cycle with everybody, so it's going to be Jay being the scapegoat this year. Coach, anything to add to that? It's Jay's fault. It's Jay's fault. Okay. And as long as Zach doesn't put his hand in the popcorn, then he's fine, too. Hey, Zach should be in a great mood. Niners are good. They're the priests. Hey, the next time you get him on the mic, just ask him why we call him the penguin. The penguin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's ready to get out of here. This is great. Uh, we'll, we'll chronicle non-conference before we get into this weekend. You guys take on Northern Arizona Thursday, Northern Colorado Saturday. We talked about November, but this is where it all counts. December, you guys totally resurged. We talk about the break that you had. How important was the break, Coach? Those six, seven days without a game. You get back here. You do have on and Moody. How important was that? Because November, eight games in November, you guys went crazy there. Yeah, it uh, it works out. You know, you're away for a period of time, and it, it's just it's what it's going to be. It's it's hard to get teams here. Uh, that's why the tournament's so valuable for us. Um, but we we've done a good. I think our our breaks have been valuable. We go hard. We 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 prepare. We we challenge guys mentally, physically. So we when we get those breaks, I, I think they're always beneficial. All right, Coach Cobb. Offensively, what has went right in the month of December when you guys flipped the script? I talked with Coach about it, pregame interviews and whatnot. I want to get your perspective, just offensively, how you guys have been able to flow so much better. And obviously, with On and Moody back, On and Moody back, it makes a huge difference. But just talk us through offensively from your perspective. I think Moody and Wit being back. I think just having more time together. You know, Coach talked a little bit about it in the first segment here that. Uh, 
you know, with the turnover and, and different things, it's really different when you're in the summer or you're in the fall playing and preparing as when you get into game scenarios, right? And we didn't have that many of them. The sample size wasn't very large for our group uh, to be able to be together against, you know, five on five against another defense. And so I think we never really got in quite a flow. And then I think, you know, as a staff, and I think Trav did a really good job of making adjustments to say, okay, this is what this guy does really well. This is what this guy does really well. And how do we blend it all together and fit it together? I think the one thing that's nice, and you can see this, we have a lot of shooting out there. Um, and so I think any time that you can space the floor like that and then you have a player that can score like you can, like Bannon around the rim, it, it makes the game a lot easier. So I think there's a lot of different factors. Shooting and size, two big-time factors that you see with this Grizzly team, maybe compared to the last couple of years that have made a difference. Coach DeCure, you break down the scoring from your team. And it, it's fascinating because you have four guys that could go off at any point. You have four players averaging 13 points per game. No other team in the league has more than two that's doing that, even Northern Colorado now. So with that being said, all the scoring options that you have out there, it reminds me a lot of back 2018, 2019, where anybody could go off. How does it feel from your perspective knowing that you do have four scores that are averaging 13 points per game right now? It's huge. That, that you, you know, balance is important, I think. You know, I, I think when you've got one guy that averages 20 a game, you're always hoping he goes off. Yeah. Um, I, I think more important than the fact that they average double figures, they don't care. And, and you, don't, you don't have one guy going off for 20, 25, another guy scores eight, and he's in the locker room pouting after a win. I, I think that's the biggest thing for us is they are celebrating each other's success. And when one guy gets hot, they get out of his way or they do whatever they got to do to help him keep going. And uh, that, that's the part I enjoy the most. It's been noticeable to see, too, whether it's a Auden Moody that has eight straight games with 13 points or more. He has nine on Saturday, but he's fine because his teammates are doing well. Same thing with Brandon Whitney. Struggled a bit Thursday, Saturday. He was the one that stole the show, 14 of the first 17 points. All right, Coach Cobb, we talked with Coach DeCure about the non-conference. What was maybe the highlight of non-conference for you as you talk about the 12 games, the ups and the downs? Was there maybe a game that stood out, a trip that stood out, anything from the non-conference? I think the trips are fun. I think that's an opportunity yeah. to get to know the guys uh, together. You know, I think the the highlight. I think we've had a lot of weird moments. We had, I mean, rather we had two referees to start a game, and then a third one came out and then blew the whistle like out of nowhere. So that was something that I've wild. never seen yeah. before. I think like how the team responded at Gonzaga and how, uh, you know, I think we've shown growth in some areas than what, what we had last year. Like we could get behind last year, or we could be in front, and someone could make a run, and we couldn't. <laughs> Responded to the adversity. I think we showed that in certain stretches. South Dakota State here was certainly fun. Like, we'd really challenge the guys to respond physically and, and with toughness, and, and we really did that for 40 minutes. Um, and so I think there's a lot of different moments. I think I've never seen a, a preseason uh, or start to a season where we had so many guys in and out of practice and games, whether it was sickness or injury. Um, so, like, there's so many different things that went on. I think the way we ended probably at Gonzaga with just saying, okay, you know what, we, we can play at this level, and, and we responded, and, and we're right for, for that night, and I think it showed how good we could be when we're right. And not only that, you talk about the mix and the match of the lineup. You did that during your busiest stretch where it seemed you had five games in a span of eight or nine days that went through it. We could spend a whole half hour on this, but scheduling, how conti it's continued to just stay difficult for you guys just wrapping up your non-conference and to see the six losses you had combined win percentage of 75% by your opponents. Did you expect the schedule to maybe be as difficult as it turned out to be? And maybe just a note to refresh all of us, Coach, and both of you can jump in on this, of how difficult it is to schedule at the University of Montana. No, I, I, I would say that Troy, Duquesne, St. Thomas, uh, you know, those, those are three teams that just jump out right now at me that were a lot better than a lot of people expected them to be. Um, whether that is going out and getting, well, both actually, you know, and Southern Miss for that, for that matter. So three of the four we just named went out and got really good transfers, all conference transfers from, from other places. Uh, and, and so they, it, it was a more challenging schedule than we thought it would be. Uh, and, and then to be short one home game didn't help um, because typically you plug in a potential win in between some of those tough stretches, and we lost that. Uh, so, I, I, you know, it, it, it was a tough schedule. I, I wouldn't do it any differently, though, in terms of I like playing good teams. 
um, especially when you have teams like Southern Miss that are willing to come play at your, your, your arena first. So it worked out, and I, I think we—I believe in tough skin. So we, we toughen the guys up a little bit with it. Well, I love how you guys always do it. You start tough. You always have a benchmark game, kind of at the end of non-conference to show growth, and it's worked out well for you. South Dakota State a couple of years ago, you saw it again with Gonzaga here to springboard yourselves into conference play. Talk to the coach a little bit about it from the rest of the Big Sky perspective, Coach Cobb. How about for you? What has stood out the rest of the Big Sky conference so far? It's nearly impossible to try and decipher the non-conference with how different the schedules are. Everyone was really close, but as we kind of go into Big Sky Conference play, what are your observations and takes? I think that anybody could probably beat anybody. You know, when you look up and, and you know, Eastern obviously had a good weekend um, against, you know, maybe one of the tougher road trips on, on the deal. Uh, you look up and a couple teams maybe are 0-2 that you didn't think would be 0-2. Some teams are 2-0 that you didn't think would be 2-0. I just think that you got to be right every game, and that's uh, the biggest thing. I think there's so many teams, right, that had maybe one or two good wins and then, you know, one or two th bad losses. I don't know. You know, like everyone, the parity within, you know, everyone seemed to be like five and six or six and seven or six, whatever it was. Um, but so I think that that's to me the thing that jumps out is you better show up every night and you better be ready to go every single night. Well, let's start moving the, the page and starting the conversation about this weekend because two road games, road trips in this league are tough to come by. It doesn't matter what the records are, just the travel. And I think that this trip in particular, Coach DeCure, is you guys start embarking on this. You go to Flagstaff on Thursday, Greeley Saturday. Toughest travel trip now with the way that they have put these like, travel partners together. So right off the top, how does that play a part into the preparation, the factor, and just the, the difficulty of what you're coming up with this um, Best to knock those ones out early, to yeah. be honest with you, is, is you know, fatigue's going to set in when you get into February, and, and you need to be fresh for these types of trips. Uh, for us, we, we, you know, we continue to have guys missing practice. I, I think we were on about our fourth consecutive week of one or two guys missing practice with illness. Um, and, and so we, we need to try to be fresh when we get up there. But, um, you know, I, I think it's an opportunity to make a move. I, I don't think Northern Colorado is going to sit down there in the bottom of those standings for very long. And so we need to make sure that we're prepared. Uh, on one day turnaround for that game. But we got to play our best basketball flagstaff. They, they've been known to pick some people off in the top half. You know, a couple years ago, we're sitting in first place, and we, we think we've got the game pretty much in hand. No threes and don't turn it over, and we did both, right? And and so you got, you got it, the more road wins you can get, the better chance you have down stretch. And you look at it, too. Northern Arizona, they've been pesky the last couple of years. Came in here, overtime game last year as well. Coach Cobb, you have the scout. Let's talk about Northern Arizona a bit. It all starts with Jalen Cohn. I know he had, they have pieces around him, but just as far as an elite score, he had 45 points against Southern Utah earlier this year. So just talk to us about Jalen Cohn, how great of a player he is, what you have to do to try and limit his production. Yeah, he's an elite jump shooter, right? He's a lot different than a lot of these guys where you see guys getting to the free throw line and you see him scoring around the rim and different things. He's going to shoot jump shots, and it's it's actually remarkable how many of those he makes. Uh, you said he had a 45-point game. He's had, I think, three 30-plus point games. Um, so he's really, really good, and he's really talented. And I think what he does is when they're good, he attracts so much attention that the other guys are able to get shots and get there. So we have to do a good job on him and, and, and have a really good focus on him. Him, but at the same time, be able to guard the other guys and make sure that, you know, the bridge doesn't break, right? You guard him well, you make him a volume shooter, and then limit the other guys' uh, potential and what they can do in the game. Well, it seems they've always had a good score. Cameron Shelton, of course, had him a couple years ago, and now with Jalen Cohn. Who else? Because Coach Kier and I were talking about the, the players that they have. Carson Tao, good piece. He can do a little bit of everything. They had Xavier Fuller this year. Nick Maines went off here in Missoula as well. So who else maybe has impressed you this year and, and has been involved for some of their mainstays? Yeah. You named the three guys, and, and Tout is the biggest key, I think, outside of uh, Cone, just from the simple fact that uh, he gets everybody else involved. And so he's, you know, in terms of the assists, he leads the team in assists, and he's really able uh, to get those other guys involved. Fuller can create his own offense, but Tout really is responsible for the most offense outside of Cone with his own scoring and then distributing the ball. So um, I, I think that he, you know, all those guys are, are focal points, uh, but Tout is someone that we really have to. Uh, slow down. And how about Northern Colorado? You, you look at their breakdown, Coach DeCare, it, it's amazing. They have the top 
three in minutes in the Big Sky Conference. They ride with Daylon Coons, Dalton Connect, and Matt Johnson to just try and, try and piece it together. So maybe two-part question, but the first is how different are they from last year? And because they kind of ran a six-man rotation, it seemed, and, and what are the biggest challenges of facing the big three that they have? Yeah, I, I think the biggest difference from them is the middle. They're, they're, they're missing a guy at the rim that minimizes baskets, uh, two-point two point baskets, and, and, and also a fantastic finisher in what they do. So when they draw the second, third defenders, they just throw it up and he went and dunked it. And I think they're missing that. And so that's finish points they're missing, but also their defensive field goal percentage isn't the same as what it once was. Uh, but, but I think they're still an evolving team. You know, they got a young man, Shaw, coming off the bench that not a lot of people are talking about, but his percentages are high, and, and he had a really good weekend uh, and, and potentially could be that fourth scorer. So, you know, it, it, it's a lot like NAU. You start focusing on three guys. You can't let that fourth, fifth option hurt you. And Caleb Shaw, a freshman, as Coach Secure mentioned, fourth on the team in scoring. He's really emerged, at least as of late as well. I, I can't talk about Northern Colorado without remembering some of those battles, too, over the years. And I know the semifinal at the conference tournament is the one we're always going to remember. But I remember a couple games, Jamara Coe diving on the ground down in Greeley to help kind of switch the tide a little bit. What else stands out? And both of you can take this one, Coach Cobb, first. Just the games over the years with Northern Colorado. I know there's a lot of respect to the program. Jeff Linder moved on. Steve Smiley's there as the third-year head coach. But uh, just the battles that you guys have had over the years, what, what stands out? Yeah, I think that was the, uh, the the thing that stands out the most, obviously, is the first one in 17-18, right? That was wild. Wow. Right? I mean, I think I feel like in the last couple of years, we've been on the win percentage side of ESPN where it's like 98-99, and maybe sometimes it slips for us. Where in that one, it was probably 98-99 yeah. for Northern Colorado, and we were able to get it. Um, but that team, I think 17-18, we were like really ready to win. We were just going to win the game. Like, that's just what that team did. Uh, and then in 18-19, I thought we had a great response, right? We went in there, I think we were 3-2. and two. Had a couple closed door meetings and thought maybe we weren't that good or we weren't going to be able to get it done. And uh, when we talked to Linder now on the road, it's funny because he, he always talks about he was ready for the Grizz to roar that day, and we, we kind of did. So it was a good response. Well, the favorite closed door moments over the years, and that's why I mentioned, you know, Air Force Southern Miss, there was a little bit of that. But then obviously the, the Northern Colorado response in conference play that I remember in Sacramento a couple years ago after the Northern Arizona loss as well. How much do you enjoy that still from, from the grind perspective? Coach, when you know something, when a game is coming up where you know you need to grab the attention of your team, those closed-door moments, a sign of growth for sure. No question. Um, the maturity is challenged of the individuals in the program at that point in time. It's We're not doing the things we need to do to win, or maybe we're not doing them consistently, right? So now it's that man-to-man, face-to-face conversation, and these young men have a chance to either respond or not, and not all do. And, you know, I, when you say 14, 15, 15, 16, 17, 18, 18, 19, they responded those years, right? Even in 15, 16, we didn't win the league. We were one game, one win away, right? And Northern Colorado happened to be the speed bump for us that year. We lose that last home game or we tie for first. Um, but we, we had those moments that year, too, where guys, three games left, two games left, this is what it's going to take. We need to make some adjustments in these areas to finish it off. And when you're fortunate to have some guys that really want to win or mature enough to have a man-to-man -man conversation, you tend to pull it off. Oh, so much fun to do that, too, and just to chronicle Grizzly basketball. And I just have an inkling that there will be some uh, meaningful games played in late February and early March as well. As we will step aside here on this edition of the Grizzly Coaches Show, it will be Lady Grizz basketball when we come back. As they had a good split on the road last weekend, they'll be at home for the first time in conference play. It'll be fun on the road. Thanks, guys, for being up here today. Thanks, Go Grizz. All right. We will have Lady Grizz basketball when we come back. This is the Grizzly Coaches Show from Learfield. Raise the roof, Montana. At Rhino Roofing, we appreciate the people who worked and continue to work hard to protect our freedom. All current and retired military personnel receive a $300 discount on a new roof. Find us today at rhinoroofingmt.com.
Lithia Chrysler Jeep Dodge of Missoula, home of the last best price, has great news for all of Grizz Nation. If you've been looking for a new vehicle but can't find the ones you want, the wait is over. When you custom order your new vehicle built to your exact specifications, you'll lock in your price at the factory invoice. Only during the Start Something New sales event. Missoula Dodge, home of the last best price and proud sponsors of the Montana Grizzlies. Exit 99 off I-90 near the airport in LithiaChryslerMissoula.com. Plus title license and dock fee excludes Wrangler 392 Ram TRX and Hellcat. Invoice may not reflect actual dealer cost. Expires 1 Grizz fans, Sweet Pea Sewer and Septic has been serving the greater Missoula area for more than 20 years and are family owned and operated. Sweet Pea is a proud home septic service member of the Grizz Home Team. Sweet Pea also rents portable toilets for all occasions. Visit grizzhometeam.com or call 406-728-3533 for more information about Sweet Pea Sewer and Septic. That's 406-728-3533 or online at grizzhometeam.com. OS2 Office Solutions and Services, locally owned and operated. Visit our showroom to see how the Sharp Aquas board can help you with today's unique office environment. This interactive display system is like a whiteboard that comes alive with full high-resolution color. With its touchscreen monitor, you can display, write, erase, and share information on a big screen with connectivity up to 50 mobile devices. This is perfect for today's remote working environment. Stop by for a demonstration at OS2 Office Solutions and Services, proud sponsor of The Grizz for over 20 years. The Grizz Home Team is a group of locally owned businesses that support the Grizz and help to build the communities that we are proud to call home. Your official Grizz Home Team members are direct source, great floors, rhino roofing, sweepy sewer and septic, and true green lawn care services. So if you are building, remodeling, or need help with the projects at home, visit grizzhometeam.com and choose from these local businesses. Finn Restaurant inside the Doubletree Hotel is the new home to the Grizzlies Coaches Show, and we couldn't be more excited. Come see us every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. to catch up on all things Grizzlies football with head coach Bobby Howe. Grab a table to enjoy a specialty menu designed specifically for the Coaches Show and have a beer, glass of wine, or craft cocktail. Finn Restaurant inside the Doubletree Hotel, the new home for the Grizzlies Coaches Show. See you out there. Raise the roof, Montana. At Rhino Roofing, we appreciate the people who worked and continue to work hard to protect our freedom. All current and retired military personnel receive a $300 discount on a new roof. Find us today at rhinoroofingmt.com. It's the Grizzly Coaches Show, and it's time for Lady Grizz Basketball now. Head Coach Brian Holsinger joins us, and Coach with some nice... Uh, Encouragement right before says, "Don't screw this up, Ace." I'm like, "Yeah, of course not. I never do, man." <laughs> How are you, Brian? Welcome, man. Uh, welcome you. to welcome to Missoula. Yeah. Obviously, they've been listening to you on the game, but this is a different setting. So glad you're here. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Hey, Happy New Year, by the way. Um, any New Year's resolutions for you? Yeah, win every game. <laughs> That's to keep it simple, man. Play better defense and win every game. Uh, but other than that, not really. I know. I'm not. I'm not a big <laughs> New Year's resolution guy either. Why? I don't like breaking things. Right, exactly. I'm a guy, a creature of habit. But so win every game. I do like that as a New Year's resolution. Now, this last weekend, one in one road trip to start Big Sky play. Um, first off, are you happy to be home? I mean, we've been on the road a lot. We just finished a nine game stretch, seven of those games on the road. It's got to be nice to be home. Yeah, are you kidding me? Look at this beautiful place. We're here. We're here at Finn. This is a beautiful setting, and Dahlberg Arena is about the same. Beautiful setting. And so, yeah, we're excited to play at home. You know, yesterday was fun to be practicing in the arena, and because uh, when we play on the road, we typically practice more in the, in our practice facility. So, you know, this is it's just awesome, and we have such an advantage at home. You know, I was just telling our hoop club uh, <coughs> that. Last year, I think we, we, you know, we lost one game at home, and so it's just a big advantage, and we're glad to be back. In these road trips, you and I kind of chatted about it a bit. They're long, you know. You're you're leaving Wednesday. You're back on Sunday if you're flying. Now we got in Saturday night on New Year's Eve, but and this is kind of the easier trip, right? The the Cheney and Moscow trip. So I mean, it's only going to get tougher here on out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's not easy travel. I'll tell you. I I, I spent my first year last year in the league, and and the travel is definitely not easy. But you know, it, there's always a silver lining to everything because you have 
we have an airport 15 minutes down the road. You know, I was in at Washington State or I was in Corvallis. We uh, with Oregon State, we had to drive an hour to get to the airport. And so there's always pluses and minuses everywhere you are. So let's summarize this last weekend. Um, a win at Eastern Washington. That that first half, we shot 60-plus percent, couldn't miss anything. Hung on in the second half, kind of maintained that 12-point win. Then we run into Idaho and Beyonce B, who might be the conference player of the year. They go off offensively as well. Just summarize what you saw from you know a head coach's eyes in that one-and-one -one trip. You know, proud of our effort at Eastern because you go on the road, and after Christmas, you just never know how your kids are going to respond, and we responded fantastically. You know, that first half we we got hot and uh, you know played good enough defense to hold on in the second half and but kids just made plays and so excited to go on the road to a place that we did not play well last year uh, we just did not and so there's extra motivation there but our kids are coming along and you're just looking for improvement and to get that win on the first win on the road is awesome and then go down to Idaho and you know and, and they're good they're good offensively our kids didn't come out ready to play um, and you just got to get stops when you're on the road get stops you know make a miss get a rebound go score make a miss make a miss make a miss and we didn't do that enough and so I loved our fight uh, we got in massive foul trouble which did not help uh, and that's happened a couple games this year but this game in particular really showed up and hurt us uh, and so we got to improve is it you know we were just talking about the road trips in this conference I mean is it still a, a win in your eye to split a road trip to go one and one. You know, ideally, it feels like you'd go one and one on the road, go two and zero oh at home, right? That's probably the formula. Uh, that is uh, the formula. Easier I want to win every game. <laughs> <laughs> I want to win every game. We felt like we gave one away there. We we uh, we are we will look forward to playing them here at home. Uh, but they're a good team. They they are a good team. They're a good offensive team for sure. Uh, and so, yeah, you, you definitely it's definitely success when um, we're in a situation where you get to split on the road. Let's talk individually now with each game. First, Eastern Washington. Again, I think. The talking point in that one, it was offense, right? I mean, 60-plus percent in the first half. Do you feel like you just have multiple options, pretty much anybody on your roster that you can go to if you need a basket? Yeah, I mean, I, I yes, yes. I mean, we had almost six people people in double figures in that game. You know, Sammy was one point away from being in double figures as well. And so that just makes you hard to guard, right? You can't game plan for one particular person when one of six players can really get you buckets. And so <coughs> really want to continue that trend. If we can score, you know, between 75 and 80 points a game, we feel like we're going to win a lot of games. Well, in that depth, too, with Eastern Washington, Sammy had nine, but wasn't really a, a, a one of her best showings of the year offensively. What does that say about your team's depth? Yeah, it's better. I mean, it's better than what it was last year for sure. I, we, we have a bunch of freshmen who, who come off our bench, and those freshmen are talented. They're talented offensively without a doubt. Um, they can make baskets, you know. Obviously, we've seen Libby score. Mac is, is getting better and better on offense. Alex is getting better and better at going after rebounds, finishing in the post. And so those, those kids come off our bench, and they're capable of double figures any night. I want to... Touch on the freshman a little later as well, but that second half against Eastern Washington again We had the big first half on offense second half. It was right around that 9 to 12 point differential I think did it feel almost like you guys were just kind of scrapping and, and ended up being a, a gritty win in that second half to hang on Yeah, I you know, I, I always just want to play perfect like why can't you just be perfect, right? Nah, <laughs> doesn't happen, but like yeah in the second half for us um I was proud of proud of our team. It was a good experience for us to have a talented offensive team, a team that I, I think Eastern's pretty good. And so on their home court, they're coming at us. They're making a run. They're hitting baskets. The crowd gets into it. How you respond in those moments says a lot about your team. And so we we had some huge plays that, that made – Mac made a huge three-pointer down the stretch. Keeley uh, had two offensive rebound putbacks that were gigantic in that game. And then we get crucial defensive stops when we needed them. And so that's this. Th those are good growing moments on the road. And, and uh, and we showed we showed some grit there in the second half by just kind of maintaining. Now Idaho too. Idaho kind of got away from us in the end, but we did get it down to an what eight point loss at the end. Was that kind of the same thing where 
There was some grit at the end. There was some battle after, I mean, obviously that rough stretch in the first and second quarters. Yeah, the second quarter just really hurt when we were just in massive foul trouble. You know, it was a tie game, and they went on this huge run at the end of the half, and that really really was the difference in the game, actually. But we, we, we got it down a couple times to where we we're close to uh, uh, single digits, and we just couldn't get quite get over the hump. Credit to them. They hit some big baskets. Uh, we played zone. They hit a big three. We did this, and they, they made a big basket, fouls, et cetera. So, you know, credit to them on their home court. They, uh, yeah, they, they did a good job and found a way to get, get the W. We're going to take a break. We'll, take, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that Idaho loss and a uh, really good player in Beyond's B and a whole lot more. This is the Grizzly Basketball Coaches Show from Learfield. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Oh, life, how we admire you, are deeply fascinated by you. All your twists and turns and wild rides you take us on. The ups and the downs. Life, you live inside all of us, breathing, growing, beating. You are the reason we'll always provide world-class care. Providence, we see the life in you. Visit Providence.org. I'm Bill Coffey, CEO of Stockman Bank. As a family-owned and operated community bank, we are focused only on serving the people, businesses, and communities of Montana. And now we are proud to be named one of the world's best banks by Forbes. We thank our customers for the trust you have put in us to meet your financial needs. If you don't know us, stop by and discover the difference at Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking, member FDIC. Finn Restaurant inside the Doubletree Hotel is the new home to the Grizzlies Coaches Show, and we couldn't be more excited. Come see us every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. to catch up on all things Grizzlies football with head coach Bobby Howe. Grab a table to enjoy a specialty menu designed specifically for the Coaches Show and have a beer, glass of wine, or craft cocktail. Finn Restaurant inside the Doubletree Hotel, the new home for the Grizzlies Coaches Show. See you out there. At the University of Montana, our mission is simple. Our mission is Montana, to provide a flagship education that's as all-encompassing and awe-inspiring as the treasure state itself. From top-ranked research activities to hands-on conservation and volunteering, Grizzlies are shaping the future in the land we hold dear. With unbridled curiosity and untamed creativity, we see not just what the world is, but what the world can be. Because what's made in Montana is remaking the world. Learn more at meet.umontana.edu. Established in 1916, the beautiful Missoula Country Club is a private club. Deep in history and tradition, our 18-hole championship course is the finest in western Montana. With mature trees, beautiful landscape, fast undulating greens, and an exceptional short game facility, and full-service pro shop and PGA instruction, the Missoula Country Club offers our members and guests full dining and bar services, special events, lounge, poolside and deck seating, exquisite food, and first-class service. The Missoula Country Club, experience the lifestyle. It's the Grizzly Basketball Coaches Show from Learfield. We will wrap up with head coach Brian Holsinger talking a little bit about the loss in Moscow on Saturday. Coach, I, I think the number one thing in that game that kind of hampered us was foul trouble. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, without a doubt, uh, you know, our, our <laughs> we couldn't keep our post players on the floor. Um, and so, yeah, we got we got to do a better job adjusting. That's why I told our ki kids after the game, you know, wh whatever the refs call, and the refing was completely different from the game before to this game. And so, but you got to be able to adjust and adjust quickly. And we didn't quite do that. Some of that had to do with, you have to give Beyonce credit. She's a good player and she was aggressive and and they gave her the benefit of the doubt. And and we, we were in trouble with fouls, no question. Now, that be ready message that you and I talked about pregame actually against Idaho. How much more does it feel important now that we saw it firsthand where Carmen, Keeley both got into foul trouble and Lisa Kiefer, who hasn't played in a few games, she's brought on. She's facing maybe the best player in the big sky and she's got to do it, like I said, rusty, like 
how much more does that message, you know, makes it easy yeah. from a coach's perspective it makes it easy right you're like you tell them all the time be ready and then when the reality strikes that you actually have to be ready a little different <laughs> yeah, you, yeah it does and so that point was well you know it, it you learn it's like you, you can't assume you're not going to play at any moment we had massive foul trouble from three of the other three post players and so you know and she came in and and you have to respond the right way and i will say lisa lisa you know watching the film she did a great job contesting the first one made one mistake and then when you make one mistake she she buries a three and now she's feeling confident and then she buries a tough one and so it's just a it, it kind of snowballs on you and and we learned our good lesson there how do you so the scenario where Carmen picks up her second foul about a minute and a half into the game how do you as a head coach determine when's the right time to bring your you know best player back in with two fouls yeah I generally don't if I don't have to and I felt like we hung around good well enough especially see, everything was going fine until about three minutes to go in the game in this first half and so it just it, it happened so quickly that they they separated that it really wasn't even in my mind to bring her back at that point Last thing I want to touch on is Gina uh, Marks in her return to Idaho. Yep. You mentioned before the game tour, you know, it's not Gina versus Idaho. It's Montana versus Idaho. Um, first off, why did you get that message to her? And then also, how do you think she played? And how do you think she responded to, I assume, some emotional adversity almost? For sure. It's, it, 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 you can't deny it. Right. Right. Going back to her former team. It's just they know she knows all the players. I just, you know, for me, I just it isn't. It's not about individuals this is why it's a team game it's a team game it's lady grace against the vandals and that's it and so i think it took some pressure off her honestly we, we told i told her in front of the whole team and and uh they were all like yeah it's, it's us against them it's not you against anything and i thought she played one of her better games to be honest with you uh she won our coaches award this week for that game because she just played really efficient and played well coach appreciate the time uh, we'll get you on your way i know you have a god you have a real busy day man how do you yeah, do it it's good yeah. It's good. It's what we do. It's what we signed up to do. <laughs> Excited. You look forward to talking to the assistant coaches. They know a lot more than me most of the time. Absolutely. Assistants coming up next. This is the Grizzly Bas Basketball Coaches Show from Learfield. Great Floors is proud to support the Montana Grizz, and for 50 years, we've been proud to provide quality flooring for families and businesses from showrooms throughout Montana, Idaho, Central and Eastern Washington, and the Puget Sound. We invite you to visit your nearest Great Floors location to shop the Northwest's largest in-stock selection of carpet, hardwood, and LVP from America's top mills ready to install in your home. And Great Floors now offers countertops, cabinets, and window treatments, too. Visit greatfloors.com to find your nearest showroom. College sports fans now have access to hundreds of weekly podcasts that zero in on the college sports world. Now available in the Varsity Podcast Network and part of the new Varsity app. The app is free and available from wherever you get your favorite apps. Download the Varsity app today to have access to hundreds of national podcasts as well as your favorite team-focused podcasts. The Varsity Podcast Network, now available for free on the Varsity app. Download from the App Store and listen today. At Direct Source, we offer our clients thoughtfully designed cabinets from Dura Supreme, Waypoint, Crown Holiday Kitchens, BJ Tidwell, and Superior Cabinetry to make dreams a reality within any budget. Your new cabinets would not be complete without countertops. Direct Source has a wide selection of stone in stock and on display. We look forward to collaborating with you on your next project. Visit our beautiful showroom located at 3495 West Broadway Street in Missoula and let us help take your vision and create a space beyond your imagination. Lithia Chrysler Jeep Dodge of Missoula, home of the last best price, has great news for all of Grizz Nation. If you've been looking for a new vehicle but can't find the ones you want, the wait is over. When you custom order your new vehicle built to your exact specifications, you'll lock in your price at the factory invoice, only during the Start Something New sales event. Missoula Dodge, home of the last best price and proud sponsors of the Montana Grizzlies. Exit 99 off I-90 near the airport in LithiaChryslerMissoula.com. Plus title license and dock fee excludes Wrangler 392 Ram TRX and Hellcat. Invoice may not reflect actual dealer cost expires 1-3-23. OS2 Office Solutions and Services, locally owned and operated. Our Sharp Advanced Series desktop printers are affordable and easy to operate. Out of the box, copy, scan, print, and fax capabilities, plus standard Google apps with wireless networking enable you to easily manage your workflow from PCs, Macs, and mobile devices. The Sharp Advanced Series desktop printers can do jobs like full-size copiers. And as always, OS2 offers full service on all Sharp products. See demonstrations at Office Solutions and Services, proud sponsor of The Grizz for over 20 years. 
Grizz fans, let True Green give you a greener, more weed-free lawn and healthier trees and shrubs. As the official lawn care member of the Grizz Home Team, visit grizzhometeam.com for more information on True Green and learn what other services they can help you with to achieve your desired results. True Green, official lawn care member of the Grizz Home Team. Grizzhometeam.com. That's grizzhometeam.com. It's the Grizzly Coaches Show. We're now joined by the Lady Grizz assistant coaches. We've got the whole trio up here, the mm-hmm. entire band, as Jocelyn Tinkle, Nate Harris, and Lisa O'Mara join us. Coaches, first off, thank you. Uh, how's everybody's New Year's so far? Great. Beautiful sunny day back in Missoula. Yeah, well, we're home. Yeah, I can't think of anything off. better. Right? We're at home. We get to spend the week here. This is great. I know. Absolutely. So, Lisa, I'm going to pick on you right away. You're the newbie, Good. just like me. Uh, first off, how have the few months, or I guess it's probably been more than a few months, but how have they been so far in Missoula and, and with the university? Yeah, it feels like a few years, but yeah, only <laughs> a few months, really. Um, it's been nice. I mean, getting used to the snow, shoveling some snow, driving in snow. <laughs> My husband likes it, yep. um, so yeah, it's been awesome. That's awesome. Now, for you two, Joss and Nate, you know, you guys were here last year, and as assistants, when you get a new assistant in like Lisa, how is it, you know, kind of meshing together again, kind of getting a new coaching staff? Not entirely, obviously, three of the four are still the same, but for you two, was there a huge difference, you know, switching out one for Lisa? <laughs> I wouldn't say there was a huge difference other than the fact that, like, obviously, Jordan and Jocelyn had known each other, each other since they were, like, 13. Yeah, like young. Early teens. And so other than that, I mean, I, I didn't know Jordan before I worked with her last year. And so working with Lisa is, you know, a very similar process. You get to know somebody, what, how they work, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I would say that would probably be the bigger difference, maybe more so for her, just because mm-hmm. she had known Jordan for so long. Yeah, I, yeah, like Nate said, and, and I was new to it last year too, so I was still kind of learning, and it was kind of, you know, good to have someone, uh, you know, coaching confident in a, a friend and someone who had been here for a long time kind of helped me along the way too. So, you know, trying to do that, you just, you get a new new staff, you're trying to fill each other out, you know, what work, how do you work well together? Um, and then too, Lisa walking into it a little bit blind. We have all been together for a year, so trying to catch her up on things and, and how we operate, but um, it's been a smooth, easy transition and, and, you know, pleasant for sure. So let's talk about the on the floor product now and Joss I'll start with you just because you work with the post players more and the forwards whatnot um, we were just talking about that foul trouble about how we uh, how we uh, you know we were getting into foul trouble this last weekend you know do you see something on tape that is correctable first off and how do you move forward trying to hit yeah no definitely um, I mean I know coach talked about a little bit that you know it's some some you know non-controllable things that had taken place but you know you got to learn from it. you got to adjust like he mentioned and, and we watch a ton of film we watch the game obviously I pulled some clips of and had a had had a post meeting after practice yesterday just sitting him down like hey let's just walk through all the fouls let's look at them how can we learn how can we get better um, yeah I think the encouraging thing is that they were super you know fixable things and 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 our all of our girls but our post players are have been super receptive and coachable and um, you know eager to learn and get better because they know they have to. They know they have to be on the court and, and all of that. So um, it, it's easy, fixable things. And like I said, it's really uh, much nicer when when they're excited to get better and, and try and fix it as soon as possible. Nate, now to you, let's talk kind of on the offensive side of things as Brian and I were just talking. Everything was clicking in that first half against Eastern Washington. Offense really hasn't been the issue this year. In your eyes, what has clicked so well for you guys offensively? Well, I think our kids have had, obviously we have some really talented basketball players that helps the first part of good offense is recruit really good players which we've been you know we have some some great great talent on our team and uh, I think just an understanding of what we're doing they're growing into uh, you know growing into our offense understanding roles and we're just we're doing a better job of attacking we're starting to see some great post touches and some some great scoring around the rim from you know Keeley Carmen starting to be more comfortable around the rim and we shot it really well for I mean we shot 39 you know 39 percent from three for those two games and anytime you can shoot it and get to the rack is a pretty good combination makes you pretty tough to guard. We'll just keep going around the table now. Back mm-hmm. to Lisa. Um, you know, this freshman group, Brian and I were just talking about it, too. They've stepped up big. I mean, they've had a lot of crucial plays. They've had crucial minutes. What do you see out of the freshman group as a whole? And does it feel like you guys kind of hit a home run with this freshman group right now? 
Well, it probably doesn't feel that way to them. I think freshman year is always a, a challenge, and I think what, what they're doing well is just responding, responding to coaching, responding to uh, new offense, new things to learn, pressure on defense, expectations, and that is helping them get better and better uh, with each game. And so that's what we're really seeing is just that they're committed to doing the work um, and just committed to team basketball, which makes it really fun to coach them. Joss, back to you from when we started the season against North Dakota State to now. Obviously, a lot has changed with getting Carmen back, getting healthier, but compare it at the start of the season to now. How much have we improved? Uh, an immense amount. It's, it's really cool to see. I mean, our group has... Um, bought in. I mean, they're con that we're young, so we're a little inexperienced. But again, they're just they're buying every day to want to get better, to be coachable. Um, we, we we do. We see it every day that we're getting better and better. And you know, we were challenged with a really tough preseason schedule, and I think it's been great for our girls because you know, getting into conference, we want to feel prepared for everything and for anything. And at the end of the day, we are here to win a Big Sky title. And so um, that's the end goal. But again, it's it's every day. How can we get better? This young group is having to to grow up quickly, and you know, because. We, uh, we rely on them, and, and we, we need them to, to be successful. And, you know, you tie that in with a, a great veteran group. It's been awesome to get Karm back, like you said, just her leadership and just her presence on the floor. Um, so kind of getting back to a little bit more normal, um, you know, of a rotation and, and everyday kind of practice has been awesome. But, um, yeah, we're seeing it. We're still lots to improve on. You know, a big thing that we talk about, Coach, you know, is that defensively we need to get a lot better. It's awesome that we can put the ball in the hoop, and we have different weapons. But we got to get better on the defensive end. Um, to do what we want to do, but it's been awesome. Last year, or last thing, anybody do any New Year's resolutions? Anything? No, I'm not. A, I'm not a resolutions guy. No, not a nobody guy. Is. Just try to be great today. There you go. <laughs> we got Northern Arizona and Northern Colorado coming up this Thursday and Saturday, and man, how great it's to be home too. Awesome. Thank goodness for awesome. that. It's sunny. It's beautiful. We will see NAU Thursday, Northern Colorado on Saturday. This is the Grizzly Basketball Coaches Show from Learfield. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll be back every Tuesday for the next eight weeks. You've been listening to the Montana Grizzly Coaches Show, brought to you by Missoula Country Club, Experience the Lifestyle, and by Stockman Bank. Bank with us anytime, anywhere, with online and mobile banking, Montana's brand of banking. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Grizzly Sports Network.